What up, it's Billy. And Giselle. And this is Life Unfigured Out. Podcast. Cue the intro. today with a special guest introduce yourself please hello i'm ty any uh uh what is it social names people know you by yes i am ty timlid on instagram i what i've recently just put in my bio i make people look good on the internet so hey so what do you do so what is that entitled uh, yeah, so I am a social media expert. I like to tell other people's stories online. So um, I work with politicians recently. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I work with um, entrepreneurs, business owners, etc. People who just really want to get their story out there. I basically help them get it out through content, writing and all that other good stuff. And um, I'm also a digital nomad recently too so yeah so as you can hear she has lots of experience from the past accumulated years and today she's going to share her story with us all right so you know how we start how we start by we start by letting everybody know what we figured out this week Mm. and uh i figured out this week that i cannot drink tequila five days straight It's uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. What happened? Tell the people what well, had happened. Was. We just came back. We just came back from uh, vacation. Family member, cousin got married. It was Ooh. a beautiful reception and ceremony. But um, prior to that date, I was drinking tequila in Mexico uh, from sun up to sundown. <laughs> Three days straight. And then the wedding, and then after the wedding, and then the day after the wedding. Yeah, we were all pretty toasted. We were. Lit. Lit, 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 lit. <laughs> all right. So what about you? So what I have figured out in the same vicinity of the vacation is it's okay to disconnect. Like, we don't have to be on our phones. It's okay to just sit your phone down and enjoy family and enjoy the time that you have with your loved ones. So I really appreciated that that time. We had a great a great little vacation and disconnecting from, you know, social media and the world and just being with our family, people who mean the most to us. Word up. What did I figure out? I figured out that, well, y'all have some really good ones. (laughs) Now, it doesn't have to be serious now, you know? I'm not trying to get serious. Like, y'all have some really light ones and fun, you know? Oh, you know what? I would say I figured out that I could do both, meaning, like, I could... um, I could travel and I could do work and I could still stay focused and still live a productive life while also enjoying my family and stuff like that. So I think that's a big one for me. So you ever think you can like travel and work as in 
like leave the country and just travel and do stuff for people while getting paid. Yes, definitely. That's the whole like goal for me of my business is to mobilize it. Like I want to get it to where I could literally go anywhere and still be able to work or still be able to get paid. So Oh, like this week I didn't have to go back to North Carolina. I was able to stay here and work and I forgot like how much of a blessing that is. Mm. Like, so that was really cool. Yeah, because unlike yourself, my abs thing the whole time. Damn, I have to go back so I can go to work. That was just like <laughs> so depressing. Once the days kept trekking down, like dang, two what? more days till we gotta go back to work. One more day till we gotta go back to work. But we kind of jump in the gun. We jump in the gun. We got another question for you guys, or I got another question for you guys. So, what is something that only a millennial would know about? So. I'm going to go first. Uh, I bet you are. Because <laughs> I don't want you guys to say what I said. <laughs> Do you guys remember chat roulette? Y'all never did chat roulette? No. Yeah, I remember chat roulette. Where people got on, showed their penis. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, okay, so the idea behind it was basically you're on this website and you're supposed to be like chatting with different people around the world like randomly yeah they would randomly match you with someone without your choosing mm-hmm. okay. and i guess you're just supposed to you know talk or do whatever mm-hmm. but really it was a a bunch of penises bunch wow. of penises that's it it's like you'll <laughs> click the button to be like you know next person is like a penis, penis. <laughs> Cool. I did, bro. Just it was out. like five straight, and then after a while, we finally got this guy because it was like three of us in the dorm rooms, and we did it together just to check it out. And we finally got this guy. He was like, "Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, hey, how's it going, ma'am? Oh, man, I'm so glad that you didn't whip out your penis." And then he just stood up, whipped out his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It was I was just, just damn, just you. I have no more faith in humanity at this point, you know? It's it's messed up. Like, you know, we totally strangers. We just could have connected on some type of level. Nope. You stood up and showed me your penis. penis. <laughs> what is that? Why, why do people feel, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. I don't know. But, I mean, I did have, like, one good conversation with uh, this girl. I forgot where she was from. But, I mean, you know, it was rare, but... It was still a little fun, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, all right. So, Billy, you want to go next? Oh, I got one good one for you. Okay. Do you guys remember LimeWire? Oh. Wait. Okay. Is LimeWire, was that the music platform? Yeah. Okay, Where okay. you downloaded yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> music. I remember LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also that came with a lot it. of viruses. It sure did. <laughs> That's when people used to um, make CDs and stuff. Yeah, off a of line wire. We got all the all music. Day. I certainly know someone who did. Won't implicate myself. Was that you, Billy? <clears throat> all right. So, <laughs> what about you? What's something you know that only millennials would know? Okay. So, what we were watching yesterday, Flavor Flav. 
Oh, Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love, yes. <laughs> we were watching that show yesterday on Netflix, and that just brought back so many memories, especially when Pumpkin spit in uh, <laughs> New York's face. New York's face. <laughs> that hoops, right there is epic. Hoops like, in the background just watching the whole okay. everything going down. I am not a part of this. That right there is just epic. That will live on the internet forever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> You will forever be known as the person who spat and the person who received the spit. All right, you guys. Um, if you listen to this episode, go to our social media, hit us up, and let us know something that only millennial- millennials would know about. And also let us know what have you figured out for the week. So, uh, you know, we're always glad to hear or listen to your responses or read your responses so we can grow as a community so please please remember to comment like and let us know and let us grow together amen so now let's get into it so i know it's been a while since i heard from us but we are back this is like season two i'm gonna say and uh yes we're back (laughs) (laughs) so if you if you're a first-time listener uh, this show is really about just millennials trying to figure out life. So that's everything. Love, finances, relationships, singleness, anything. Like, like I know life is real big in general, but we're just all trying to figure it out together because we're all trying to break away or cut away from the, the norm. You know what I mean? We're, we're doing things so different from our parents. You know, we were looking at what our parents did, what our grandparents did. And it's like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new life. It's a it's brand new, whole new world. And I have these conversations with my dad all the time because, you know, like he watches me wake up every day and like not go to work, quote unquote. Right. So he still is trying to wrap his head around of you know like what's really going on what's happening in like this digital world and you know he'll make his little comments (laughs) well cause (laughs) our parents and our grandparents how they figured out what money how money works is you do you do something yeah you get paid for it yeah but we're learning that you go to yeah you get up go right you know you exchange your time for money yeah but now millennials have have come to this point where we're learning what currency really is and currency is not really money yeah so currency is currency so and we're also figuring out that we don't have to trade our time for money we can get paid our value yes so true and that's like a whole different concept from when our parents or grandparents were coming up. I guess because they had to just get up and get it. And, you know, with us, we're able to, because of their hard work, we yeah. have the luxury of, you know, thinking things through a little bit, having a little bit more time to think things through yeah. and do things differently. So this is not saying that, you know, this is like more like a thank you to the other generations. But now that we have the luxury and the time to think about things differently. So, so Ty, the reason the reason we wanted you to come on this episode is because we know that you have broken or broke breaking, broke away from the path, the beaten path. And you are cutting your way through life, making your own path. And we know that came with with some struggles and we know that. 
your story is also connected to what a lot of millennials are going through nowadays. Mm-hmm. So we wanted you to come on and talk about it. You know what I mean? Yes. So we can connect with your story. And I thought that'd be really beautiful to have you on and talk about. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys for having me. So my first question, just to get the conversation going, what, when did you realize, cause I know that you were in, you, after high school, you went to college. Mm-hmm. So when did you start to realize that, um, like this is, I, I don't want to say college is not for you. Yeah. But college for the, <laughs> I'm out this bitch. <laughs> but, but when did you realize that you want to take a different path that, you know, you want to create something else that's not really necessarily like you can go and apply for it. Like you actually have to go out and get it. Um, I don't think that realization came to me until like a little bit afterwards, like after I dropped out of college. But um, I don't know if you guys know, but I was doing I was going to college for nursing and I was like constantly like retaking classes over and over again. I was not passing. I was a horrible nurse or at least a horrible nursing student because I couldn't get past anatomy. I took that three times. I did like physiology twice and I just kept like finding myself like not being able to get over this hump. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to spend so much time and money here. So something has to change. So I just got to a point where I'm like, okay, like what else is out there for me? Obviously, nursing may not be my path or at least not my may not be my path at the moment. Like, so let me just find something that I'm good at. And so um, I really didn't know what that was. So I wanted to go back home for for a bit and work and just figure life out. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to take a semester off. And that ended up turning into like two semesters and three semesters. Uh, But yeah, so I went back home and I stayed with Aunt Retha. And then I got like a security job. I was working like as an overnight security officer. And I think through this like security job, this was the time that I really started like digging into um what I wanted to do and like doing some soul searching. Um, I don't know if you guys read that blog, but I had wrote a blog about like how just being an overnight security officer was like my thinking tank for all of my ideas and um, desires to grow or whatever, because I didn't have anything to do. I was watching like security cameras for eight hours a day. And so um, while all the other security officers were asleep, I would do research. I would listen to podcasts. And that's how I found this whole digital world where I'm like, wow, you could really make money online. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Kind of went from there. Yeah. 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 So how much strength did it take you to really be like, I'm really just going to break away and just do this? A lot. It was really a lot because everyone else was like kind of taking the traditional path and no one had found the information that I had found because like I said, I was digging deep. So it's almost like you found like this amazing island, right? You traveled far enough and you found it and now you got to go back and tell everybody else. Mm -hmm. And no one can't see what the hell you're talking about or Mm -hmm. what you went to go see. So no one's breaking out their cover so they're like okay Ty like whatever like <laughs> do what you do we'll see you later like bring the island to us first and mm-hmm. then we'll believe it when we see it you know 
can't bring an hour. And you can't. So you have to like motivate these people to come with you and to follow you. But eventually you just have to say like, you know what? I just have to do this shit on my own. But yeah, it took a lot of courage. Like, cause even me, like I didn't know what that path looked like. I'm, mm-hmm. I was still figuring out, but I was like, I already knew like, okay, it could lead to something, mm-hmm. but it just takes a lot of faith. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> so how did you deal with and how are you dealing with all of the um the naysayers and the people are, who are like well why don't you just you know get a job until then or yeah. like go back and just get something like um, how how are you dealing with the non-believers if that's a- it was hard at first and i think it still is hard and i still do listen to some of those people like you know I listen to them a lot. And then when I take their advice, I realize that it never works out for me. So I'm like, okay, it's really time that I just start believing, believing in myself and doing what I know how to do because it just never works out when I try to do what everybody else like tell me to do. It just, it just doesn't. So, um, I don't know. I just, I, I really focus. I really try to focus on what I'm building and I, I just keep it like that. It's hard. It's really hard, though. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have, like, family, too. Yeah. That's, like, telling you, like, hey, like, you need to go find a job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have, like, a dad that you're living with and he don't really understand what you're doing or you're building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one time he had told me, he was like, um... I was like, yeah, I got to work. You know, I got to work. He was like, what, that job in your room? You know, like little (laughs) stuff like that. Like, (laughs) and I'm like, you know, eventually at first it used to like, daddy, you don't believe me. You know, now I just be like, yep, that job in my room that I love so much while you get to go (laughs) and get ready for work. (laughs) I'm logging onto my computer. I'm logging onto my computer in my pajamas and doing my work what I know how to do best mm-hmm. so and then it's just funny because the role switch and then mm-hmm. he's like getting ready to go to work and he's like oh, I don't want to go and I'm like yeah <laughs> leave me alone mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know we just have that dynamic we we talk shit with can I yeah, yeah, yeah. we just talk shit with each other you know because he don't really believe what I'm doing and I don't believe what he's doing yeah. so it's like hey yeah. what you know but we get it. We're trying to understand each other. That's just the power dynamics of yeah. like living with someone who was taught go to work, do this, that, that, you know, and now on the opposite term of me being a digital man, he's like, what the hell? So you know? when when did the world change? You know, because I think if you're a millennial, if you were a millennial, I mean, Cause me personally, I just you know I, I believe the same thing. Go to go to school, get the yeah. degree, get the job. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now having everything, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so was this it? Hmm, is this it? Yeah, but yeah. that's kind of what we were we were taught, and that's what our parents were taught too. Yeah, like so true. Um, a lot of our parents, you know, they probably well. Our parents, they didn't go to college or they, you know, had some college. So we're like the first generation or first um, first gen college student. So it's like our parents set up 
the, or put in the time, the money and the effort yeah. to have us to be able to go to college so we can go out and, you know, find better things. Yeah. But now that a lot of us, a lot of our generation, we do have degrees and master's degrees and we're still it's hard for us to find work. It's hard for us to find decent paying jobs. And it now is. with all of that, we have to pay back oh, Sally May. Yes. And so they taught us to, you know, go to school, but they sure didn't teach us anything about damn student loans. Like, honestly, you know I mean? man, if I can go back, I would have th- done things like totally, totally different. Totally different. Like, Agree. totally different. Man. If I had to go to school, then I would. But I think I would have, like, had some... I would have thought about what I really wanted to do first, you know, because what I'm doing now, like, you don't necessarily need a degree, you know, like... I could have bypassed all of that stuff. Or if I had known better, if I really wanted to be a nurse, then I could have just went to a community college, went through the program, yep, so saved much money. Community like, colleges are, so, if there is anybody listening to our podcast <laughs> who is fixing to go to college, community colleges are so much cheaper than a four year exactly. institution. But we don't want to hear that. They don't. It was like, ew, I'm going, I'm going to the big college. I don't even like, I don't even understand the stigma behind like a community college. Cause you can get the same great education for yep. a fraction of the price. Exactly. Y'all both, y'all both be working at the same company desk right apart from each other. Exactly. <laughs> Yo ass when I went to Ivy league and his ass when I went to community college. They don't care. Doing the same job. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I think it's something that we all got to like think about and rewire our the next generation, mm. you know, mindset around like what we feel is a requirement for success. Yeah, most And definitely. I think, you know, it all just depends like what you want, what type of life you want to live. But I so. think we are like millennials are is we're definitely the modern age hippies. You know we are. I, mean? I think like, so. It's coming full circle. That is so true. It's coming full circle. Yeah, I agree. Because we're we're more focused on ourselves and self help. We are. And we we knew, like we know for the job, like, ooh, I can't work at this so and so place for fifty some odd years and retire. Exactly. I gotta work there for how long? How long? And get <laughs> for retirement? I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. For real. <laughs> let like me, let me read this book about <laughs> the four hour work week and see if I can okay. come, if I can really come up in the world. <laughs> but you know, like that's when my world changed and you had asked that question earlier was I just could not understand like I have been working for a while like I've been working since I was like 16 so sometimes when I look at it I'm like okay I was working for 10 years right what did I really gain from that like I didn't really gain a big savings like I I didn't really gain a lot of things but stress like I didn't grow in the company I didn't move up it was just a lot of like bootleg jobs or whatever that I just had to take and I'm like you know what I tried it 10 years to do it how everybody else wanted me to do it go to college find a job doing that it didn't work how about the next 10 years I focus on See if I can build a life that's centered around me. A lot of people don't look at it like that. Like a lot of people don't look at their strengths and their weaknesses and build a life around that. They just try to fit into a lifestyle instead of building one for themselves. I've talked about that a lot of like life design. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I mean, that's exactly what the four four hour week is talking about. It's just talking about like life design. For sure. um, 
Okay, so I think we're now. If you don't know, it's this book called The Four Hour Work Week. And the author isn't really coming to my mind right now, but it's pretty much talking about you don't have to be a millionaire to live like a millionaire. You really just got to figure out what type, how you want your life, how you want to live your life, yeah. and pretty much, you know, design your life around that. Exactly. So if you want to travel and also get paid to do that, I mean, there's certain things you can do. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you want your money to take care of you, you know, you got to save now, invest, and then, you know, live yeah. off the dividends. And, you know, it, it goes through all that. But it's just like really thinking about, you know, a lot of people just don't take the time to think about, okay, how do I want my life to look? True. A lot of people don't like think about that. And I know for me, like... I like to sleep in in the morning sometimes, mm. like, and you know, not not even sleep in, but I don't like to wake up and then go somewhere like where I'm needed. I want to be able to reflect. I want to meditate. I want to like breathe, and I can't do that. Usually, I get high. I mean, fired mm. from like because mm. I'm being late too much mm. because I need that that space and that time. And then when I don't have that time and I'm forced to be at work. I'm not like my best self. I don't show up as my best. And that's why I always, jobs just never fit well with me because I'm like, if I'm not showing up as my best self, I can't give you what you need. Right. And then we both just wasting each other's time right. at this point. So I know for me, I've always wanted to travel. So I'm like, you know what? Let me start figuring out ways that I can make money and I don't necessarily have to be in front of their face, you know? So, um, yeah, but it takes a while to kind of mold your life in that way. This was the first time that I just finally like saw that I'm like, okay, you know what? This can work. Like, this is my first time that I didn't have to go back to work. I took my laptop with me and I was able to go. So, even that little part was just like, I think this can work, but it's a lot of sacrifice. Mm. So we could talk about that. <laughs> so what has been like the hardest lesson that you've learned when you're when you've when you're trying to figure out this, you know, how your workspace mm. and figuring out what works for you? What has been like the hardest lesson? Um, the hardest lesson was I would say patience. Yeah, because it takes time. And also just like realizing that it's, it does come a lot with a lot of like sacrifice. Like that that's the sucky part about it. Because when you're building, you just have to know that for one, it takes time. And for two, you're going to just have to sacrifice. Like the amount of things that I've sacrificed over the year, like it's just crazy, you know. So to be able to live this lifestyle I have to keep my like overhead like super low like to the point where I literally just don't have any bills. Like no bills, no car note, no insurance, no um apartment, none of that. None of those those things that will keep me stuck. I don't have any of those things. You know, I keep my phone bill pretty low. But shit I don't have that much data when I go out. So like pictures don't upload when I want to. And like, you know, just a small little things like, you know, having to drive my dad's truck when I'm out there and it's raggedy. So I'm squeak squeaking down the road, you know, like little things like that. It, it sucks. But um, I do it just to be able to have that freedom. That is yeah. all. Because I think 
I think, yeah, we've been taught that too. Like having things mean means to be successful, you know, the car, the place. And, but it's like when you have those things, I have a few of those things. Yeah. You do feel uh, caged in. What they call it, the golden handcuffs. Yeah, the golden handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. The golden bars. Yeah. You know what I mean? The prison I create for myself. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The prison I create for myself. Yeah, because on the vacation, we was gone for like five days. And the whole time, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I (laughs) got to get back. Yeah. pay this and work and get this check and and but how, how but how is it though as like because i work you know nine to five mm-hmm. and i know i go in i put my hours in i'm gonna get paid but as an entrepreneur you work more than nine to five okay go I ahead, go ahead. but as an <laughs> entrepreneur you know you might get paid what 600 this week and then 20 dollars yeah. the next week yeah. so it's like you got to go out and eat what you hunt you know so true i think that's like a really I guess I'll say for me that sounds scary for me yeah you know what I mean it is scary and you know what like for me I feel like I was kind of I'm not against working I do love my freedom but like if someone offered me a remote position full-time I'll take it Mm -hmm. because it's still it it still creates that freedom for me and I'm still working and creating money or whatever. So for me, I'm like flexible. Sometimes I will go back to work if I have to. Like, you know, like I will apply for a job. It's never long term, but you know, it's enough to kind of like get my uh, savings back up to where I want it. But, you know, it takes a minute. It, it really takes a minute. And it's, it's nerve wracking. Like even now, like... When I spend money now, it's almost like a fear, like, okay, is this money going to come back? But it also, it creates a trust within myself of knowing that I know how to make money. I have the skills to make money. So it's really just deciding when I need money, go and do it, Mm -hmm. you know, because I I fully equip myself with the skills to find somebody and have them hand over some money to me <laughs> you know and that that's a skill because it's the selling it's it's knowing what to offer that person it's the talking and all of that you know so um it's scary but i'm i'm learning to live in an uncomfortable type of lifestyle how did you learn to sell yourself you sell your skills i mean um <laughs> Being broke. <laughs> you can sell anything when you're broke. <laughs> you can sell literally anything. <laughs> but also just... Um, so you need a paper written? Hmm? Okay. I, I write essays. <laughs> You'll sell anything, bro. Like, I'm telling you. But no, like, for real, though, it just took... This past year that I've been in North Carolina, I've really been, like... Um, going deeper with the service that I want to offer and like really like shaping it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, that didn't work. Okay. This works. Okay. Like a lot of people say they need this, but not so much that like, it's a lot of like research and knowing like what people want and, and yeah, I would say researching and really just doing it. Like I would say this past month, I've probably booked client more clients that I've ever booked in one month. It was a lot of work, 
to do, but sometimes you just got to go back the old fashioned way. Mm. And honestly, I Google businesses and I started calling them one by one by one by one. Hey, that's how you got to do it. Like, <laughs> that's how you got to do it. One by- <laughs> My name's Todd and I got the serves. I know you need it. Yeah. Let's talk. One by one. And I used to always be scared of like cold calling. That's what they call it. I was scared. I did not want to call nobody. Mm. I'm like, okay, what do I say? But that's when you're not sure about your service and what you offer. Mm. But when you finally get a hand on like what you want to offer somebody and you know that they need that, then yeah, you could you could start breaking it down. Man, it's so scary to just break away like that though, you know? It is. I know I myself, I want to be like independent. Like I'm grateful for the things that I have, but I don't want to be like, as you say, like golden handcuffed to them. Yeah. So I want always want the the option to not work, but also, you know, be able to be mobile too, you know. Yeah. So you're like, what if my wife comes to me one day and be like, hey, I don't want to work no more. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, mm. <laughs> get your ass back out there <laughs> and clock in. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> but Silsy, though, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as, as, a, as a male, as a husband, what yeah. do you do in that position? You know? <sighs> so I wanted to bring back I was just looking up a, a of a quote of what you said about being uncomfortable and it reminded me of this quote and it says the only time you're actually growing is when you are uncomfortable. Yeah. So you have to we have to put ourselves in the in those uncomfortable spaces so we can grow so we can you know do better for ourselves. So just because we're uncomfortable right now is because that we are growing and we are learning. So if we ever want anything in life, we're going to have to get uncomfortable. Yes, you're going to have to. It's hard. It's, it's really hard, but it's doable. It's, it's so doable, but it just comes like with that sacrifice. It comes with a lot of sacrifice. But, you know, and also, you know, like earlier this year, I started um, I started working on my money ma- mindset. And I feel like I had a horrible relationship with money. Like as soon as I, I think we all do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the relationship with money was like I was insecure about it. I felt like whenever I spent it, it would never come back. I felt like I didn't want to spend it because there was a. I was scared that it wouldn't come back. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to do anything with money, you know. And then when I did have it, I would spend it. I wouldn't care about it. I would just throw it out. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was reading this book. And it said, if money was a person, how would that relationship look like? Toxic. Toxic as hell. Abusive. Abusive. (laughs) (laughs) You're super insecure around Uh, it. But what if you had a healthier relationship with someone? How would that look like? Mm. You would communicate with it. You would know that it's coming back. You would trust that it will come back. You would let it go because you know what you offer and what you value will always create money. 
So I've been like reading a lot of books on that. And I think that's important as well. Like besides just the sacrifice and just the hustle, it's just about your money mindset and knowing that money will always flow. Money is always coming. It's always rotating. You are, I I started saying this like um, statement every single day. Like I am worthy of money. Mm. People love to pay me. Mm. Like I've never said that ever. But as soon as I started saying that, I was able to accept more money because I'm like people love to pay me Mm. I don't care what the amount it is people love to pay me they love to hand over money because I provide a high value high service you know and I keep saying this every day and um, it came. Money will come. It'll come out of nowhere. You know what's funny? Let me say that. I, I need to receive money. I love to receive money. You got to say it as if you already I received need. it. Oh, I'm receiving money. I yes. I love to receive money. I love money. to receive that money. That is going to be the mantra. Yes. What did I say? Mantra. Oh. <laughs> If, it's gonna be the mantra. If you guys haven't uh, <laughs> heard, we are uh, drinking and doing a little hookah right now. Okay. But I really think, and I think this is gonna be what I'm gonna title the episodes. Like, are you uncomfortable? Are you okay with being uncomfortable? Because that's that's where it all comes back to. So it's all about: Are you willing to be uncomfortable? All right. So you know how we end the show the whole purpose of life unfigured out is to figure out life so ty what are who are you watching what are you reading who are you listening to that's helping you to figure things out as you go it's hmm. a really good question let's see let me bring up my podcast real quick <laughs> <laughs> so i always like switch my podcasts around depending on like what area I'm in I've been listening to a lot of Dave Ramsey um he keeps me like going financially and knowing like okay how to go for it as like money comes in where I should be putting that money and allocating that money and I'm also listening to Mark Metry I just found him he what he is a like 21 year old uh entrepreneur entrepreneur like I think millionaire um I love his podcast because he interviews everyone, um, all types of authors, and um, he talks about upgrading your mind. It's called Humans 2.0, the podcast. It's a really good podcast. I really suggest everyone listen to it. Okay. And where where and how can we find you? At Ty Timlet, at T-Y-T-I-M-L-E-T on everything. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing thank your beautiful you. story, your beautiful soul <laughs> on our podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and like always, guys, let us know what you figured out. Let us know what you think about the episode. And we will be back next episode. Bye. Bye.